Talk Radio 77 WABC. Sit in friends in the morning, live from Israel, 77 WABC. Back in the mean streets of New York City. So I'm not watching uh, Fox News, but I'm here, I'll be honest. Not watching any TV since I've been here. Gabriel at breakfast fills me in on the Knicks and any NFL news I need to know. Otherwise, I really get most of my stuff from Instagram. And a lot of it comes from Judge Janine. I like to watch her Instagram account. She posts stuff from the five Sometimes it'll be uh, Greg Gutfeld. What does that say, uh, Alec? I mean, she's on hold. She's right. there. Sometimes it'll be Gutfeld, who's not my favorite, but he's fine. Uh, but most of the time, uh, I watch her. So, for example, a couple days ago, I love this, two Navy SEALs lost, three soldiers killed, I don't love the content, obviously, and 25 injured in a drone attack in Jordan on our troops, all because of Biden. So as I walk the streets as I have since Sunday here in Jerusalem. Gone to places like Gush Etzion yesterday. Been everywhere. Efrat, Bethlehem, today the old city of Jerusalem, and heading south on Friday down to Gaza, where all these atrocities took place on October the 7th. And I look around, and I see the future of this country. And I've said, all because of Biden, about ten times in the last couple of days, the damage, the damage, this inept old fool has caused in our country and around the world is like no other president in history. I don't want to hear about Jimmy Carter. I don't care about somebody that Bill O'Reilly brings up from 100 years ago. No one comes close. This man, his administration, is getting people killed, and Americans now, but people killed all over the world. With that said, she is the star of the Five on Fox News does a great show here every Sunday morning, and loving her with Sid and Friends every Wednesday, my dear friend, Judge Janine Pirro. Judge, good morning. How are you? I'm terrific, but i got to tell you, you know, it, it, first of all, I'm, I'm glad that you're safe, and I'm glad that you're there, you. and that you're able to tell us what is going on uh, in, in, in Israel. But, you know, it's sad, Sid, 
None of us want to call the commander-in-chief an old fool. None of us want to do what you and I and so many have done. Uh, But the truth is, he is putting us all at risk. He is putting America on the uh, international stage as a weak, feckless uh, country. And, you know, you see firsthand, you know, the consequences of what's going on in Israel. Americans sometimes don't see it all. But yesterday on The Five, I talked about the fact that there have been 160 attacks on, uh, on Americans and uh, in, in, Israel, in uh, Iraq and Syria, now Jordan. Three dead military people, two SEALs dead, one contractor dead. Uh, we've got at least 40 injured in the Jordan assault. And then we've got, I understand, 60 or 80 injured from the, uh, from the attacks on Iraq and Syria. Do you know how many times we've responded to 160 attacks? Five. Ten. Ten, yeah. Ten. Yeah, yeah. Okay, ten times, and they've been attacks at warehouses and empty garages. The man is dangerous, and it, it, we've seen it throughout history, and I'm not going to talk about history. But I worry, and uh, the 2024 election cannot come soon enough because there's too much at stake right now. Oh, it's there's just, no question. No, there's, and, yet, and yet, with everything you just said, and I've got a sister, and I, I'm not going to mention her name anymore. It's not bad of her because I love her. I love her a lot. She's my oldest sister. She can't wait to vote for Biden. She's like, why are you blaming Biden for all this and not blaming Biden? She hates Trump so much. For what stupid reason? I don't know. I don't care. I don't care. But she will say things like, why is that Biden's fault? What did Biden do wrong? Why are you blaming Biden? They can't wait to vote. This guy, even if his approval rating is 35%, which is awful, what 35% of people think he's doing a good job? Where? Not domestic, not around the world. Where is he doing a good job? He's not doing a good job anywhere. The only good job he's doing is with his son collecting money for the Biden crime family. I'm sorry. I didn't want to go there this morning. The issues are too important to be name-calling. But at the same time, you have to identify problems. Look, this morning in New York City, two police officers were attacked in Times Square by a group of illegals, okay? They're attacked by a group of illegals who take them down, kick them in the head. Both cops are on the ground. They're arrested, ultimately taken in, and then released. Not only should they not be released, they should be deported immediately. This is all on Joe Biden. And I, there's a family member, not a close family member, but who says to me, Congress has to do something. It's a bull. Congress doesn't have to do anything. Biden has to enforce the law. And they say, well, he needs Congress. I said, let me ask you a question. Every time Joe Biden made a decision to cancel student debt because his numbers suck when it comes to young people, mm-hmm. and yep. the Supreme Court comes down and they say, you can't do that, he considers another executive action to cancel student debt. You can't close the border. You can't arrest these people. You can't turn them back. You can't put and remain in Mexico. This is where upwards of 10 million people by Joe Biden, the schools, the hospitals, we can't take it. They're talking about Venezuelans who they're emptying out the jails. I believe it. You know, that's why, and I don't want to take you there, but but you're so good, uh, Judge. Uh, But that's why when I heard this morning here in Israel, because, again, I'm, 
I'm really captivated as to what's going on here. There's a lot going on. You wouldn't know it. People go about their business every day. They're the most courageous, most patriotic people in the world. There's nothing even close. I mean, the sense of entitlement for Americans is grotesque compared to these people. But but uh, looking at this morning's news and hearing that the House is uh, is moving closer and closer in their impeachment efforts for Mayorkas, look, fantastic. Mayorkas, along with Biden and Harris, you talk about derelict of duty. He is the, the picture of it. But the truth is, the truth is, it's Biden. It's not Mayorkas. It's not Harris. Mayorkas goes by Biden's rules. He's the coach. He's the guy. So you can take down Mayorkas. That's great. But what good is it if Biden is still allowed to operate? Well, you have to. You have to. I, I think if only for history. Because this is a total change. Because I've always said, Sid, when is enough immigrants enough? When will the Democrats say we've got enough? Okay? And I think if they think that they have enough to change an election, then it's enough. And then at the end, when they've got enough people in, they say to the Republicans, oh, help us, let, help us, let's pass a bill and fix this. You know, it, it's like somebody creates a problem. It's all their fault. And then they want you to help them while they've been blaming you for the problem. But you have to help them. I'm not so sure about any of that. The problem is Ukraine and Israel are tied to it. I don't know why. Yeah, where's Kevin McCarthy when we need him? What are we doing with this guy, Mike Johnson? I'm sorry. He seems like a good guy. But cut the crap. You took out you took out Kevin McCarthy. You took out Jim Jordan. You didn't want him. Steve Scalise, you didn't want him. Where are we with this? We've got a border. And you know what the deal is? 5000 a day. You know how many that is a year? $1.8 million a year, if you can count. Okay? I don't want $1.8 million of them here. I don't want them flooding the schools, closing down hospitals like they are in, in, uh, in, in Nevada. And the crime and the housing, the economy, the health care, we cannot handle this. And you know what? They've got to start sending the illegals to the swing states. Don't send them anywhere now but the swing states. So they see front and center. In Chicago, the, the, the African-Americans suing the African-American mayor because they're taking away the park for the underprivileged black children to give them to illegals. Why? What is the yeah. mentality behind that? Stupid. Well, but anyway, well you me mentioned. Ask you. Yeah. yeah, you want to ask me something? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I want to ask you, um, in terms of, of the hostages, how are people feeling in Israel right now? Do they think that they're alive? Uh, are they fearful? Are they demanding anything? Well, it's funny you would mention that, Janine, because just yesterday on this show in the same JNS studios in Jerusalem, I had the unbelievable opportunity, there she is, to, uh, to sit face-to-face with Rachel Goldberg. And Rachel yes. Goldberg's son, Hirsch, is one of the more well-known hostages being held and has been held since October the 7th. You know the story. Uh, according to his mom, Rachel, he was in a bomb shelter. They threw a grenade inside the bomb shelter. His arm was blown off from his elbow oh, down. Right, she's got right. video. Yeah, she's got video of, of his bone fragments hanging out of his elbow, wrapping oh his God. shirt as a tourniquet being thrown into the back of a oh. truck on his way to Gaza. And, of course, earlier that morning before that incident, he texted his mom and said, I love you, and I'm sorry because he knew full well what was about to happen. Now, she sat here for 30 minutes, a Chicago woman, by the way, you talk about Chicago, and, and she swore to me that along with her daughters and her husband, she believes in her heart of hearts that he's alive. And she yeah, left, and I, I said to that. Justin, I, I said, her. yeah, I mean, if, if I'm 
his mother or father. I'm going to say the same thing. All I can say is this. Every couple of blocks, wherever you walk in Israel, and it starts right there when you get up the plane in Tel Aviv, there are posters of all these people from little babies to beautiful young women to elderly people. And I don't know. I haven't taken a big enough sample to find out if most folks think they're okay, they're dead. I don't know. Uh, but there's no feeling of despair because here in Israel, they're great optimists. They believe the story will end well. So without taking a real official poll to answer your question, wow. my guess is wow. they think they're coming home. Oh, God bless them. I hope that they do. We don't even know if they're alive. Right. Um, what about Netanyahu? What is the feeling about him there? He's gone. I mean, I, I spoke yeah. to people that have been, I mean, really rabid Netanyahu fans. Like you and I, with, with Trump right yeah, now, I mean, you and Trump. I am. Yes. Right. I yes. am a Netanyahu and, fan. They are very disappointed and angry, disappointed and angry that um, he fell asleep at the switch. And what happened October the 7th, they'll never forgive him for. Now, look, they know he's the right guy for the war. They know that yeah. to win this, he's the guy they need. But regardless of what happens the rest of the way, even in Israel, win, the overwhelming majority of folks I speak to on the street want him out. Interesting. Wow. Wow. Sad commentary for a guy who's done so much, you know. Um, but 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 coming back to what's going on in the United States, do, do the people in Israel think that we're doing enough, or do they think we're tying their hands? It's both. And what you know that you know this already, but people have to understand is a lot of folks have said to me, "Look, we don't have a choice. We have to say nice things about Joe Biden and this administration yeah. because we need them. We need the money. We money most. We need the money. We need the support. We need the weaponry down the road. So we have no choice. We can't turn our backs and say bad things about Biden. But when I get him alone and say, but how do you really feel? They go, we can't stand him. We miss Trump. Trump loved this country. Oh, he moved yeah. the embassy to Jerusalem. Yeah. He recognized the yeah. goal. So they don't like Biden, but they'll never admit it publicly because they need him. But they understand that by Biden allowing Iran to sell oil on the open market, that he is literally funding terrorism. They get that, right? They all understand it. They all get it. He's not fooling anybody. He's playing on both teams. Like Michael Goodwin said last week, he's right. Joe Biden is literally playing on both teams. Israelis are very smart, very, very smarter than us back in America. Most of us are morons. Not you, not me, but most Americans are morons. <laughs> These people, they are smart people, man. They carry guns, females, males, teenagers, adults. They are it. no yep. dummies. And again, a great sense of patriotism, uh, uh, just courageous, uh, great-looking people, by the way, too. Yeah, I will ask you this on the way out, though. You know, you yeah. talk about Mayorkas and the border and all these issues with Biden. Do you mm -hmm. believe that the border should be the number one issue for Trump come November? Oh, my God. All he needs to do is, is just reverse everything that Joe Biden changed that he had in place, remain in Mexico, build the wall. Uh, and, you know, I think there's got to be a, a deportation of the criminals, okay, the, at the very least. I mean, I keep hearing about one of the guys apparently in this New York assault was supported twice. He keeps coming back. There was a uh, rape of a child a couple weeks ago yeah, where the guy's yeah. been deported four times. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what, what is the point? We're no longer a sovereign nation. That we're nothing more than a globalist landing spot with benefits for any anybody who wants to come here. I don't think they're taking DNA of the children. 
I don't think we know. We have no idea who's coming in. And we're not stopping it. You talk to any sheriff on the border, you talk to anyone who lives in these in the southern states that's had to deal with this for the last few years. If Trump doesn't come in, it's over. It's over. Yeah, I agree. But I think he will come in at any rate. You're beautiful. I love you. Another great appearance. And I'm glad you're with me when I'm in Jerusalem. So you get the feel of what's going on here, because I know how much you love this country and how great you are. So thank you, Janine. I do. Love you. Take care of yourself. I love you, too. Thank Uh, you. There she is, the great judge, Janine Pirro, the star on the 5 every weekday afternoon, 5 p.m. on Fox News. And, of course, 11 a.m. after Rudy and Maria every Sunday morning right here on WABC. We'll take a short break, about 30 more minutes to go, live from Jerusalem. But first, some more Men at Work. Come back another Friends in the morning, live from Israel. WABC. I wish I could share with you right now the text conversation. No, you can't. Me and Janine are having. (laughs) But I can't. You're right, Lewis. How'd you know I can't? Because I was part of it. Oh. I think it's it's the one you're talking about. Oh, no, Janine. Sorry. Yeah, the judge is unfiltered on the air, too, but our text conversations are, like, really unfiltered. (laughs) It is uh, worth the money. Let's put it that way. It is Wednesday. (laughs) That means it's a hump day, but it's also Tunnel to Towers Day here on Sid and Friends in the Morning. We put this uh, day aside, Leslie Slender, terrific work, and my man Frank Siller, the great Frank Siller, CEO of Tunnel to Towers. We do these updates every Wednesday. Today's segment spotlights a recipient family from the Foundation's Fallen First Responder Program, Lewis. Take it away. Tunnels to Towers made a commitment long ago to support the families of fallen first responders and has continued to make good on that promise by being there when tragedy strikes. And when tragedy struck the family of Toledo Fire Department firefighter James Dickman, the foundation stepped in to lift an enormous burden off their shoulders and ensure that his sacrifices are never forgotten. While responding to an apartment fire, firefighter Dickman and his crew attempted to save civilians who were trapped inside. Dickman and one of his fellow firefighters were unable to make it out and ultimately perished. He left behind his beautiful wife, Jamie, and two children. Thanks to the generosity of donors across the nation, Tunnel to Towers paid off the mortgage on the Dickman family's home and assured his wife and children they will never have to worry about having a place to live. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget those who have sacrificed life and limb for our safety. Visit T2T.org today and consider donating just $11 per month. Try folks, America's heroes need your help. Do good in their honor by donating just $11 a month and do it today. Do it with the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Go to T2T.org. That's T. The number 2T.org. Talk Radio 77 WABC. 77 WABC. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends.
you're standing with her right to defend herself. And that was really important to us. And then for us, it's really about supporting right versus wrong. And this is obviously a tragic situation. And we stand with, you know, the victims and everybody involved in innocence that are uh, were involved in this whole scenario. And so we stand with folks that want to make it right and make sure that this doesn't ever happen again. You know, but you guys, Brian and Lawan, just touched on something. It reminded me of the 2016 election when there were a lot of people, not me. I wasn't a big Trump fan back then. He knows that. He loves the fact that I've come around. But a lot of people were big Trump fans, but they were afraid to say it. And i got to tell you, the more people I talk to in business back in New York, the more people I find out that are huge Israel supporters, but they're afraid to say it. They don't want to have 5,000 wacky pro-Palestinians standing outside their business. They don't want to upset the Goyim, Brian, that maybe won't buy from them because they love the Jews. So you guys in the business world, me, I don't care. I don't care if my ratings go down. I really don't. I don't care if somebody wants to beat me up outside the studios. I stand for my principles, and I don't care. But you guys in the business world, you got to be careful because if you turn off some of these psychos, the bottom line is going to change, and that does matter in your world, yes? Yeah, look, we've got a fiduciary responsibility. Barn is a public company, and, um, you know, we've got to do what's right for the company. On the other hand, you have to be able to look at yourself in the mirror in the morning. Um, and as Luan said, you know, there, it is right versus wrong. And, you know, when we saw what happened on October 7th, how could we not stand with Israel and her right to defend herself? But I just want to say, Sid, we also, you know, we're just happy to get you out of New York for a week. We thought that, uh, you know, the city needed that. I, the city needed it. You're right. More than I needed it, the city needed it. But on a, on a serious note, since October the 7th, we had this discussion last time, I'd have to think, Brian and Luan, that your sales – your gun sales have been going through the roof. Now, we talked about how you can't own a burner in New York City and or Yonkers. There's a lot of ways to get around that. But uh, i got to imagine that the numbers keep going up. And with now the United States embroiled in all this world conflict, not just Israel and Hamas, we've got all kinds of issues. i got to think business is pretty good, yes? Yeah, our, our sales, honestly, are, are up more than 100% from last year, uh, you know, as a result of just the general, you know, increase in crime, the immigration problems that we're seeing. But the thing that's most interesting, there was a stat I read the other day, gun ownership prior to COVID was 46% of American households. Today, it is 52% of American households. And you know where most of that buying has come from? democratic households. So, Sid, no matter what people say, you know, they're afraid for themselves. They're afraid for their families, and they're doing things to protect themselves. So, yeah, we've seen a significant uptick in, in sales recently. And that being said, a, a lot of our customers are gun owners, and we're gun owners ourselves. We're very pro-2A, but there's a common-sense approach in personal defense, and we believe that firing that lethal weapon is like hitting that nuclear button. So, Make sure that you're using the right amount of force at, for the appropriate situation. Otherwise, you're going to find yourself in, you know, hot water from a legal and yep. civil yep. perspective. And, you know, that's, that's what makes the burner great. It's an, it's an option for firearms. And the, for those that can't have firearms, it's the closest thing to a firearm you're going to get. Hey, Brian and Luan, uh, somebody just asked me, uh, they, they know you can't fire a burner in New York City or Yonkers, but can you carry it? If you don't shoot it, can you even carry it? 
No, first, we're not allowed to ship it into New York City or, or Yonkers. Um, now, they fall under these bizarre laws that you guys have in New York um, that would ban anything from a BB gun, paintball gun, air gun. So our, our launchers fall under that. Um, if it's an orange launcher, the fine is, you know, a $50 uh, fine. It's a misdemeanor. The black launcher, we believe might also fall under another law you have in New York City against imitation firearms, and that's a $1,000 fine and potentially a year in, in jail. So if, if you're going to get caught with a, with a launcher in New York City, make sure it's an orange one. We don't advocate breaking the law, but we advocate just about the ramifications, and you guys do the risk-reward you know, equation. Right. Yeah, you know what's interesting, too, on the way out, gentlemen, and again, I can't thank you enough because this trip – has meant the world to me. It's a, it's a very different level, Brian and Luan. It's a spiritual thing. It's my father. My son and I prayed together today. We davened at the Western Wall. You'll never have any experience in your life like it. You guys know this. So I am just, I'm really over the moon that I'm even here. And I'm, I'm even happier that I'm here with Justin during these very turbulent times. So I can't thank you enough. But what I learned is this. You guys are experienced gun guys, both of you guys. So you know what you're doing. A lot of folks in New York are not. The beauty about a burner is you could have zero, I mean zero experience, no training, nothing. You get the gun. If you got decent aim, you're going to take out the assailant. But here in Israel, men and women, kids, have to go into the Army. They have no choice. And they all learn how to use firearms at a very, very young age. I find that to be pretty cool. I think you guys would love that, yes? Yeah, look, uh, that was one of the things that always amazed me, uh, you know, when I went to Israel. And I went to Israel, you know, the first time as a teenager, and I hate to admit it, but that was more than 45 years ago. Um, and you saw people carrying firearms all around because if you're, you were in active duty or in the reserves, you had to have your gun with you at all times. Um, today you see more of that in the United States, but at the time you never saw that. And I was really amazed at how well accepted firearms are in, in Israel. And also, you know, we enjoyed listening to Judge Janine. She's obviously a big fan of ours, and we do a lot of work with her. But to see her use the Bruna launcher in the convenience of her backyard, and she's using it with ease and confidence, this product is for everyone. And so ask Judge how she feels about the Bruna launcher. How she loves you. Be ecstatic. No, she loves it. So in the next 30 seconds, gentlemen, on the way out, the easiest and fastest way for my listeners to get themselves a burner. Visit Burna, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash SID, S-I-D. And we have, uh, with our partnership with SID, we have created special bundles that offer up to 18% discount uh, for all your listeners and all those folks um, uh, on the air now. Well, Brian and Luan, I love you guys. Thank you so much for uh, keeping New Yorkers safe, keeping everybody safe around the world, and and uh, helping me make this trip possible. Like I said, I'll never forget it. And you guys were a not a minor, a major, major part of this. So God bless you both. Stay safe and keep pumping out those burners. We need them. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sid. We love you and safe travels. Thanks, Sid. See you next time. Uh, I love you guys too, Brian, the CEO, Luan. And uh, those guys do amazing work. Go get yourself a burner today, folks. Get yourself a burner. Keep you and your loved ones safe. We will take a short break. Come back and wrap up day three with one day to go, maybe. 
<laughs> here in Jerusalem. I'll be right back. Come on, Louis. Radio 77 WABC. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. Sit in friends in the morning, live from Israel, 77 WABC. Closing time. Yeah, it is closing time. We're just about done. We've got a big barbecue tonight. All the IDF Israeli soldiers, about 150 of them. Burgers, dogs, steaks, DJ. I think I'm going to speak as well. So big night ahead of us, and we're done. We've got another big show coming up tomorrow. Bill O'Reilly, bunch of guests here from Israel, including Mr. JNS himself, Alex Trayman, Jehuda Hanigman. A lot of folks are uh, coming by tomorrow. As for today, Lou Rafino. Excellent job, all that stuff with Asia. I love that. Great job by Rich Rodabelli filling in for uh, Justin Ellick. Noam Layton, terrific work. My man Justin sitting with me here in Jerusalem doing an amazing job all week, working really, really hard. Very little sleep, but doing a tremendous job. And, of course, you, the listening audience, we can't thank you enough for sticking with us. we got one more day to go from Jerusalem, and then it's back to the studios in New York City come Monday. So, until a 6 a.m. Thursday show tomorrow morning, from all of us here in Jerusalem, to all of you back in New York City, peace! The places you will be from, closing time, this room will